Welcome to the Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast, season two. Tune in every Thursday for captivating conversations about life, business, and magic. Created by a cosmic witch for the modern empowered woman seeking to craft a more magical lifestyle. But if you're not a woman, you're welcome too. I'm your host, Alexis Neve. Ready to live life limitless? Then let's dive in. Welcome back everyone, or welcome if it's your first time here. It's been a while, hasn't it? You heard in the intro that after much introspection, I've decided to bring the show under my personal brand. Since at the end of the day, my Substack already was, and it's not like I wasn't posting about it on my personal Instagram and Pinterest, but that's a story for another time. I'm not the first podcast host with a witch name for ritual, but their name for public anyway. This episode really is more of a catch-up and brief introduction to the direction of the season, and a little bit on natural magic, because it's relevant to what's coming up next. Also, just a little bit of warning, I seem not really able to shift the cold that has been plaguing me since last season, actually. So if I cough for things and forget to edit it out, please forgive me and bear with me as I'm only human as much as I, I would like not to. But anyway, when I started walking on season two, it all seemed all over the place. I knew I wanted to narrow down the focus a bit more on star magic, mostly because there really isn't a lot about it out there. But The way I went about walking on the series was to be open to the possibilities presented to me and then I sat down with my pen and paper because I think better when I do and saw a theme running through it which is the idea of walking with light and shadow. To me it's obvious but we only have stars from our perspective because the sky is dark. There's there when we don't see them but their light only shines when the sun doesn't outpower everything else in the sky and that really resonated with me because all spiritual spaces have this tendency to be positive vibes only and it's trickling down into the mainstream and i think that's such a narrow understanding both of magic and of the human experience itself I think we need to stop treating the darkness as a bad thing. So that's the theme for this season and you'll see woven through my conversations with a group of awesome guests that I'm really excited about and of course the solo episodes I planned. Although I have a lot of fun with guests so I'd love it if I could have a series that is just interviews at some point. 
There's some stuff I planned in the schedule that I prefer to address as research-based episodes, like those of season one, because they're sort of like a next-level thing from those. However, the rest of the season is something you can listen to regardless of your level of practice, and in fact, I dare say a lot of things aren't even specific to just witches. So, before I give you a preview of what's coming next, I just wanted to talk about something that I came to understand on a deeper level over the past few years. A lot of season one was things I learned at the beginning of my journey, which was in 2020 to 2021, when I eventually shifted away from Christianity while I know other witches remain in that fold. I don't think I ever mentioned this in public before, but I started dabbling into astrology and tarot while in therapy for religious OCD, as one way you address these specific mental illness is to face the fears that drive the compulsions. Long story short, it is my belief, and I have had it corroborated by other people I know, that I have quantum leaps in that time. Now, you might be thinking, that's too woo for someone you know to be a sass witch, but let me explain. I don't think quantum leaping is as well as the words used to talk about and make it sound. Which, by the way, reminds me, I don't remember if I recommended Why Wool Walks in my list last season, but that's a really good book if you're interested in exploring the science behind things that sometimes sound so far removed from being scientific. Anyway, the accepted definition of quantum leaping is an abrupt change, sudden increase, or dramatic advance. There is nothing specifically woo about it, except for the dubious appeal to physics. I practically became a different person overnight. However, a part of me did not know how to handle this change, so I ended up holding on to an identity that didn't really fit me for a while. I'm still agnostic at the end of the day, but... The need to make a statement about it came from two things. A, the need to distance myself from my religious background, and B, a misunderstanding of the nature of magic for everyone else that was based on such a background. So I have a fair amount of biases that was carrying with me. Which leads me to the topic for today, which is natural magic. I went poking around academic papers thanks to my alumna privileges at the University of Edinburgh and I found some interesting stuff about Renaissance magic. And it turns out there was a long-winded debate about the definition of magic and what magic could be potentially acceptable in a Christian society that had escaped my attention in five years as an early modernist who focused on intellectual history and did a lot of work on religion. It's fascinating how we find what we need when we need it, even if we were really close to it all along. However, the debate about the roles of magic and science may have now lost the connotation of being heretical for most people, but it still echoes the themes of 500 years ago. In fact, a lot of the disciplines which at the time would have been considered part of natural magic, like herbal medicine, alchemy or astrology, would evolve to become recognised sciences today. And I mean botany, chemistry and astronomy before you come for my throat. You might be thinking that there's nothing new there. 
they were superstitious and we lost that. But the interesting thing for me, reading the treatises of the time, is how little superstition was actually there. These practices were considered occult because they involved the knowledge and manipulation of imperceptible phenomena. The remit of ceremonial and demonic magic involved a phenomena that are recognized in a, of having a metaphysical nature that is spirit. And that's the difference with natural magic, which used the forces of nature, including the cosmos. So we have this ability to manipulate imperceptible phenomena, which is exactly the same as placebo magic, if you think about it. If you don't believe in energetics as its own thing, there is still a lot of research backing the ability of the body to heal itself and of the brain to change neural pathways. And the science we have now isn't equipped to fully explain why these things happen, just measured that they do in a way that is more sophisticated than what our natural mages in the Renaissance had available. So I think the intellectuals of the time were onto something there with the ideal of natural magic. And this is why I grew less attached to the labels. I was never particularly science-seeking to begin with, at least not by the standards of, say, the hosts of the Wonder Podcast. Skeptical for sure, I learned the hard way to never outsource your own thinking to something outside of you. And agnostic also, since I don't really care one way or the other if the deities are real or my relationship with them is a figment of my imagination. I just found the label limiting in the way Catholicism had been. Like, I got to a point walking on season one where I often felt the need to self-censor in case I'd be seen as too wool and I had to apologize for straying or something. That's not the world I want to live in, and I'm fully aware that it is a dinosaur situation of my own making, but that's the brain I've got. I have to put boundaries with myself. I said in season one that I wanted to create a space that was welcoming of every take on magic, because that's me, I'm a naturally open-minded person, and I swear I struggle so hard as a Catholic. Like, if you knew me back then and you're thinking, you seemed quite full of conviction to me, that was me overcompensating for this perceived luck because my one goal in life was not to go to hell. And that was what I needed to do. I still have things where I would really struggle not to see both sides of a situation, no matter how hard I tried to fall in line. But it's been free not to have that pressure of having to keep myself and everyone else away from eternal damnation. I still haven't played Obey Me, but that's more because what is time? Oh, energy. Anyone else spend Pisces season just staring at the ceiling and crying? It's Pisces season, it's getting a divorce. Who can say? Now, for the really important things. I get bored easily and I think part of advancing in your craft involves making your own rituals and spells. So this season will not have the same helpful tips for beginners that season one had. But I somehow needed more excuses to pull the tarot because it's not my coping mechanism now, Utapri isn't it anymore. And also to check my diary, otherwise I forget. <laughs> 
So I will have a little check-in with the stars of the week ahead. Since the podcast comes out on Thursday, it'll be from the weekend to the following release day included. And the tarot will be a star theme self-care pool, since the star card in the Major Arcana has themes of healing and hope and rest that will tie in with what's going up in the sky. And feel free to ignore it if you don't want to take part, but it's there for you if you would like to join in. Also, I mentioned earlier that I have guests this season, and in fact, I haven't got a full lineup yet because I took a hiatus to prepare for this and still managed to get to the last minute. And by last minute, I mean it's like 7.30 p.m. on the day before release, and I'm recording this, but never mind. Um, so we are going to topic, uh, sorry, we're going to cover topics from dreams and walking with imaginative archetypes to question of life in the cosmos to energetics and more. I'm also really excited about diving into star magic with the upcoming meteor showers and all the juicy details about stars and myths that come with that. So before we wrap up for this week, Here's what's coming up between now and the 30th of March. Pluto has now entered into Aquarius as of today, with Mars ingressing into Cancer on the 25th. On the 26th, a key transit will be Mercury conjunct Chiron, and Mercury again conjunct Jupiter on the 28th, both in Aries. It's a really good week to set some time aside for shadow work, even if we are in Watsi Moon, which will be in Taurus to Cancer, especially the Chiron conjunction if you're really working with mindset shifts and letting go of old beliefs. They are, in my opinion, Aries themes since Aries rules the first house. And if you want more about that and haven't read it yet, you can go to Witchy Musings on Substack, the link is in the show notes, to read my thoughts on identity in the latest newsletter. Finally, this week's card is, I kid you not, the Ace of Wands. It feels like I've pulled it for myself since I have Aries in the 5th and 6th houses Placidus, so creative self-expression falls under these, but even if that's not the case for you, maybe this week's self-care should focus on play and creativity, especially something you're not going to monetize. Bonus points if you use art for shadow work with the Kiran conjunction. I have a 7,000 plus words hack-walking fanfiction that is just a love letter to myself, but you can do things other than writing. However, on the subject of writing, I have attended a workshop entitled Rewriting the Story that blended Reiki and creative writing to heal a memory. And I know a bunch of you are in the US, so I'm going to drop a link to Kate's Instagram since she is running one on the 1st of April in Perkesey, Pennsylvania, if that's your area. I've probably butchered the name of the town. I'm so sorry if it is your area and I have offended you. It was not my intention. 
or if you're not in that area you can just follow her and keep tab on when she runs them or if she's running them online or walk with her one-to-one -one. if she has spots you probably know the drill of working with things and people and this is not an ad she doesn't know i'm doing it although i probably will shoot her a message to let her know anyway i hope you enjoyed today's show and until next time keep living in wonder Thank you for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you being a part of this community. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends and family and consider giving it a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify to help me reach more people who would love it too. You can also email me with your questions and comments at starryskypodcast.gmail.com Subscribe to my monthly newsletter, Witchy Musings, on Substack, or find me mostly lurking on Instagram at This is Alexis Neve. Thanks to Jenna Sword for the cover art and Papa Planet for the music. Until next time, keep living in wonder. <laughs>